0: Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it weird. You made it weird. You made it
1: weird. Oh yeah. You made it weird. You made it weird. Yes you, did. You, made it weird oh yeah. you made it weird. With Pete Holmes. What's happening, weirdos? Uh, recording this again on my phone. I'm here with Chris Thayer. Say 500 reeks. 100 weeks. Because we're on the road, and if you want to come and see us on the road, uh, go to PeteHolmes.com because I'm putting all the tour dates on there for real, for real now. We're going to be in Philly, if you're listening to this today, it comes out, we're in Philly uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then uh, upcoming is Chicago, we got Austin, we got Dallas, I believe, New Orleans, uh, Houston, oh, it's not Austin, it's Houston and Dallas, sorry, we were just in Austin, and uh, do you, can you remember any others? Portland, Seattle, New Orleans. Okay, so the point is, go to PeteHolmes.com and and look for your favorite city or maybe the city you live in. And uh, get some tickets. We'd love to see people. The show's been great. Thanks to everybody in D.C. that came out. And uh, so many people waited in the rain for a hug. That was fun. Uh, Good times. And now there's some sort of trash compactor going. Who cares? This is Owen Benjamin. Oh, my God. They're grinding up trees. How imperfect. How horrible. I'm gonna go behind this thing. Oh, and now there's staff coming out. This is the worst place to record whatever. Anyway, Owen Benjamin is a friend of mine. That's very important to remember. But he's kind of like a, uh, a weird nemesis. We acknowledge that each other is uh, the other's nemesis. Uh, so you're going to hear like a little weirdness, uh, which is the name of the show, of course. So, but keep in mind, it's all uh, it's all good spirited. None of this is real. If we ever break each other's balls, it's just for fun. Um, more me to him, actually. Uh, so get ready to hear a weird one and enjoy it. I hope you do. What am I, Yoda? And uh, the ad is Amazon, you know what to do Go to Nerdist.com, click on the Amazon banner shop As you normally would Buy, buy Mark Maron's book, keep it weird Support another podcaster while supporting this podcast There you go Alright, that's it, Owen Benjamin, enjoy Oh, and watch Owen Benjamin's show What is it called? It's called Sullivan and Son Yeah, it's on TBS With the wonderful Steve Byrne, produced by Vinnie Vaughn Come on, get into it Alright, that's it
0: Tell me, I just ran from west of Crescent uh, uh, Crescent Heights on Sunset. Just full uh, spread here.
1: Oh God, shit, you are so sweaty, <laughs>
0: bro! I was doing box jumps the green whole time. Three uh, What? <laughs> box jumps. We'll talk about it. Go ahead. All
1: right, here we go. I mean, go ahead right
0: now. Are we on? We're yeah. always on. No way. one of those always first two on. there. Which one? Pete, be great? Oh, there we go. Hey, uh, Pete. Yeah. I can hear it. I can't hear you, though. Oh, here we go. Hello?
1: Oh, there I am. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. This is unique. Well, You must be in a good place. You were running your brains probably clear. Yeah, no, I feel great. That was really loud. I feel like that was sorry, really man. Cute. I'm really.
0: I think my testosterone's at like 500 percent normal right now, but it'll calm down.
1: <laughs> well, you did call me bro four times, uh... You love a good bro. Oh yeah,
0: bros a great. It's a great word. You it are. unifies. It does. like yeah. you know,
1: Well, you could go brother when you're older. You could start calling people brother.
0: I know, but there's almost like an element of condescension with brother. Where it's like, listen, brother, you got to clean your wife. <laughs> you know. Yeah. When you say brother, it's almost like you're about to give someone advice. Yeah. Versus bro, it's like,
1: hey, well you're 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 the you're a bro guy.
0: I am a bro guy, you're a big bro guy. I am.
1: That's why uh, I thought it would be funny to have you on the show. I have coffee. I also have water. Have a water. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Unintentional. No, I liked it. Uh, no, I'm trying to make it a moves. try. Well, it's like, did you see the movie The Squid and the Whale? Oh uh, yeah, I did. It has uh who plays There's a guy in that movie that calls everybody brother and every time I watch it I'm like maybe I'll be like that. Maybe I'll Yeah, brother's it. a full commitment
0: though. You almost have to grow your hair
1: out. Yeah, sandals. It has a, it has it's a, a there's a
0: whole culture to it. Yeah, brother culture. Bro has connotations but it's not a full-blown
1: culture. I think you're the lead of the bro culture. The dude bro culture? You're dude bro culture. And there's something uh the the joke that you're my nemesis is forged from uh, this place where you are kind of like dude bro. And I was like, look at that idiot dude bro. That's kind of how we met. And then
0: you saw me play Bach and it kind of made your brain weird. That's what happens to people. Oh, yeah. well Everyone puts me in a corner and then they realize that (laughs) my dad's an opera singer and they're both professors and I was raised in this like... Really musical, like, artsy yeah. family. Yeah. But you know what it's like just being really tall. Like, you just become a bro. Well,
1: that's the other... <laughs> I don't know. Is that is that your excuse for being I, a bro? I
0: honestly do, because dudes just kind of want to be, like, near you and protected by the tall bro. <laughs> so you have to start being a bro. Tall, tall bro country? Ta- yeah, and I'm from, like, a small town where it's, you know... You're from tall bro country? <laughs> yeah, where I'm from... It's so funny. Like, out here, I'm this, like, dude bro. Where I'm from, I'm, like, really artsy...
1: Uh huh. Well, it's it depends on which stick is measuring you. You go Right. Home, like when
0: I go home. The fact I don't like Nickelback makes me very artistic. Ah, but that, out here, it's,
1: it's
0: just hee- the level hee- of artsy hee- is just a whole different. It's a whole different ball yeah. game.
1: But the the other thing that I, I learned to love about you was that it is completely unapologetic. I like people that are they're like this is me and I'm going to call you bro. And as I joked with you, it was a Joe Mandy joke. I was like, you're going to use party as a verb. You know what I mean? Well, that's Swartzin. You well, you like saying it as well. Yeah, Nick Swartz. Did and you get it from him? Yeah, I think he invented it. Because
0: you, his uh his hour his last hour is just called party. <laughs> because like me and him, I used to open for him for five years and on the road we would get so drunk that we that's all we would say. It was like Smurf. Where we'd just be like, Party. And it could mean like ninety things. I it love that you like just,
1: water wa- You just laced in the smurf. It took me a second. How yeah. Smurf means everything. Right, just smurf,
0: smurf me like for us it was just like party. party. And that could mean, like, will you give me a ride home? What, do you want to drink more? I'm thirsty. It can mean anything. It's just party. Party. If he's party. Holding,
1: holding keys and looks needy, he wants a ride home. That party. Yeah. Party.
0: Yeah. yeah Party's party. just a fill-in word because your brain couldn't function. Because
1: <laughs> you love partying. Yeah. He just love,
0: we used to party really hard. Well,
1: that's the other thing. We're, this is a discussion of a guy, me, who didn't want to like you. You know what I mean? Because of the party thing and the bro thing. I don't know why. I'm just being honest. And then I ended yeah. up liking you more and more. We have partied. People yes. sometimes think I'm you. We have a lot in common. We do have quite a bit in common, I think.
0: I think you were hung up on the word bro. Maybe. and uh... <laughs> That's
1: so funny to have an honest discussion. Yeah. I just think you were hung up on the word bro, to be honest. You'd be
0: surprised. Like There's uh, a lot of comics like put me in a category, and then over time I have to like dig my way out of it. Sure. And well, it's also... weird because
1: I always crush on stage so they should just trust the audience. Well, you crush you, you you crush in a very bro way and I'm not I don't mean that in a mean way. You crush in a you play music. This is my impression of me watching you on stage. It starts I start off as Mark Marin and I go fuck this guy. Right. Uh, every time, you're good looking, you're dressed well, you're just having a fun time, you have a drink, you're party Right. Your party. So I'm being honest with you. There's a little bit of a resentment. You, I want to be party. So right, I'm in the right, back, right. And maybe I don't feel party. And I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm watching you're honest, I I feel the same way sometimes about the the hipster guys. I want to be smarter. There you go. Like so I'll you're,
1: watch you're I'll watching. watch
0: them and be like, Ah oh,
1: man, fuck this guy. Everybody's,
0: yeah, it's so cerebral. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You got to really keep up with the brain. Yeah, I'm like I want to be more like that.
1: And it's always the other side. And yeah, I'm it's always the other like, side, yeah. But, well, you know, I, I enjoy just a good, t- ain't nothing but a good time Yeah, I mean, you kill on too. stage. And we have a little bit of similarity. I, you know, I have bits where it's just yelling funny things. The funny thing is, though, is we also
0: have opposite bits where you hate dogs and I'm obsessed with dogs. I don't hate dogs. Well, like, you hate holding them. I
1: hurt a dog. I dropped a dog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it, but it was about how I don't know how to love them.
0: That's hilarious.
1: <laughs> I think I got more bro uh, by <laughs> traveling, so, like by being a road guy. Well, you're a product of your environment, and going on the the road will not keep you in check from not being a bro.
0: The road will make you more just pure Americana. I call it the brode. The brode. You're gonna hit the broad, do some broad dates. Are you gonna party on the brode? Because comics that stay in L. A. for most of the year usually end up uh, trying to be very like clever, like they try. Because here, a lot of people have money. That free time. They have health food. Yeah. You go to, like, Chattanooga, they want you to make fun of traffic, uh, love, D- sex, D- dogs. Dix, yeah. yeah, they just want basic because, frankly, their lives are a lot harder. They have bad weather. Have their, their house might be foreclosed on. They're just looking to laugh at very right. primal things, and it's not dumb. I, I think I learned that from my parents because— my grandparents were like, uh, one was a coal miner and one was a furnace cleaner. And my dad, you know, full ride to Northwestern and Oxford. Both, they're both PhDs. They're both incredibly smart people, but from very poor blue-collar backgrounds. And they used to always teach me that if you exclude people, you're not smart. Huh. So if like there's if well, there's if there's a good percentage of the room that doesn't get it, then you're not doing it well. Because the smartest people, you know, like Shakespeare and people like that. Could write for the masses. Well, they
1: were writing pop music.
0: Right, exactly. Right, the the
1: Beatles, yeah. Uh, classical. I'm with you. I, let me let me say this. I, one of the reasons I love Nirvana uh, is because they made hits, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they had hooks. You know what I mean? I like that sort of stuff. Uh, dude, Beethoven was Justin Timberlake. He was mass. Right. People loved him. Right. And, and he, yeah, crazy. And
0: Liszt, who knows who Liszt is? I do because I play piano, but the dude was way too cognitive. I <laughs> You know, he's way too, like, let's see, I want to break the mold. Bro- and like, yeah. <laughs> Beethoven was a deaf bro. He was just a total deaf bro. He couldn't hear, it, but he was a bro. Deaf bro five, bro. Yeah. It's like a deaf con. It's a bro-verload.
1: <laughs> it's a bit, By the way. You're a bit of a bro-verload. That's what you should call Are you talking about album. a bro <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell Can I speak to that, though? Yes. I didn't know. You know I'm not attacking you. Of course. When I say... Uh, you just know that in general. Yeah, of course. This is a safe place, and yeah, I, I brought a safe you place. here to to, yeah. to to love you, not not to, to challenge you or anything. But I was thinking about you, and, and your comedy is broad. Yes, okay. Very. Thank you. Because, and that's part of what I don't like about it. Here's the thing. I don't like the, the plaid shirt, hipster glasses thing or whatever. Right. whatever the opposite other side is. Sometimes I see that and I'm like, this is bullshit. We can't all just be referencing Tintin or whatever and getting like these, you know, like Midnight in Paris. Right. Allen, every joke was just a reference. It's, uh,
0: that's the thing about a lot of the nerd comedy is it's it, there. It's almost masturbatory with references. It can be. It's like, how many things have we seen on BBC from the late 80s? It's like,
1: if that's the game. But you know what's funny? Is you're, when you're, you do references, but you do, br- I hate some of the references broad. you do, because you do broad Very references. Very broad. Rihanna, You'll Beethoven. do, you'll do, exactly. Yeah. You'll do, so we're kind of doing the same thing. This is right. like, we're unifying. We're just on these different extremes. Yeah. I'm here to say, it's all bullshit, and we're all, I'm seeing in you what I'm doing, and that's why it upsets me. Do you understand? Yeah. You always guess, hate what you are. That's exactly what it right. is. Right. I'm looking at you, and I, I'm going. Oh, this guy's not. He's just riffing, and he's drinking. And then I go up, and I'm riffing, and I'm drinking. <laughs> and you know what tall I mean? And, white. and I'm tall, and I'm white, and we, <laughs> we have a similar vibe. And then, and then and we you, both did our hour specials the same week. Exactly. Yeah. And I watched your special, and, and this is the continue my impression of watching your show. I, I show, I start with, fuck this guy, he's just doing this bag of tricks. And then I just start laughing every time. Thanks, I, bud. But, I mean, that's not even like most of the people, the reason you destroy, aren't going against you. They go, here's a guy, and he's going to entertain us. And you do have an element that's like even more... It's comedian and entertainer. You really take over the night. It's kind of impossible to follow. It really is. You play the piano. You're doing bits. You're talking to the crowd. It's three things that are very um, difficult it, it creates to follow. It creates this momentum that's hard. You're like hosting a party. Yeah, because
0: I was stuff. raised in a public, you know, in a live entertainment. Because I was doing, I was in Carmen, you know, like Bizet's Carmen when I was like nine. I was in Magic Flute, all these operas with my dad. And because uh, I was playing classical music since I was like two, three years old. And what? Uh, yeah, like what? I was like a piano prodigy as a kid. I wouldn't say prodigy, but I think I played six, seven hours every day to the point where, you know, I was playing Bach when I was like seven, eight years old, a little fat kid. You know, all I would do is read <laughs> everything. You know, that, my whole life was so cognitive. And I remember like... uh a lot of the people my parents worked with were so snobby, and I never wanted to be snobby because I, I, was, I, I remember I did a joke for them once when I was like 12 or 13. They were talking about uh, existentialism, <laughs> and I was like, if, uh, if Sartre is on the iceberg, who took the picture? And they all started dying laughing, and I was like, because I kind of disproved existentialism because his major portrait is him on an iceberg, but someone had to take the picture, so we're not truly alone. Interesting. You know, something like that. And they all just start dying laughing. And I was like, oh, I'm going to write smart shit. And then I would do it for, like, my friends. And they'd be like, you're fucking queer. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to be uh, hated by my friends.
1: Well, that's product of our environment. Okay, so you're talking about staying in L.A. versus going on the Broad. Or being with Broad.
0: Right. Like, my parents are, like, more Silver lake Not quite as uh uh exclusive, but they're very, you know... I understand. Cognitive. It's,
1: it's an interesting swap. Normally yeah, you and, have. Yeah, but I was
0: in like the shittiest town yeah. in America, like the most small town, redneck. Great people. I'm not knocking it, but it was such like a hot, cold uh, front meeting together where I just didn't really know my identity for a little while. Sure, yeah. And so then, you know, I was raised by these like super cognitive college professors, but all my friends wanted to do is pee on each other and black out. Yeah. And so I'm like, Hopefully who am in I? Re- re- yeah. Yeah. So in the end,. <laughs> <laughs> no, a lot of, yeah, it would go both ways. But, uh,
1: well, I, it's interesting because you, I, I think it's a typical image. The hipster who goes home for the holidays and his parents are, are like yokels, for lack of a better term. Right. So they just want to watch, you know, um, What's that Adam Sandler movie with the remote? Is it called remote? Uh, Switch? Click. Click. Yeah. They just want to watch Click or whatever. Right. I, don't, I haven't even seen Click. I don't know why I'm shitting on Click, but I'm, I'm assuming Click is probably pretty bad. But you're like the opposite. You have these two parents who are intellectual. A lot of people rebel against their and you rebel. Yeah,
0: I rebel the, the way. other way. I used way. to do a
1: bit about how I was the only kid in the straight closet
0: <laughs> where my dad wanted me to sing opera. He's very queenie. Like, my dad's very flamboyant. Yeah. You know, he's like... He calls hors d'oeuvre, horsey over, and laughs at himself for like twenty minutes. He's like, you know, and I'm this like six seven beast, and my mom is this woman studies professor, yeah. six one alpha. So I used to do a bit about how I tell my dad I want to be like I don't want to be in rent this this year, Dad. I want to play catch with mom, and he's like, no, my son is a figure skater, you know, like. How's the opposite for me? And then I come out here. You tasted your first Natty Ice and you're like, this is me. Yeah, it's almost more rebellious to be a bro yeah. th- than it
1: is to just. Well, see, that's what's fun. Right. I... Do you talk about that on stage? Because that would, that would include me. That, if you're interested in gaining me. See, the thing is, <clears throat> we all find our audiences. And right. then you tour and those people will come out. Yeah. You happen to find an audience that doesn't require them to know you. But now, as you get more and more well known, you can attract whatever you want to So, you could talk about this stuff. I know you do probably a little bit.
0: Uh, what I'm saying is, I did, you did a, could show, a web series you, called you could... Gay Town for Sony where I was a gay, uh, closet straight guy in a gay world. I, was, I did that in 06. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, and I did 20 episodes of that, and that was a blast. I love doing stuff like that, but I, I always just, I don't know if it's narcissism, but I always just go for the hardest kill I can. So
1: You're, You remind me of a ventriloquist without the puppet. Like, you are the puppet. It's my penis. You do puppetry of the piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just move it a little and I, I, I give it a voice. I really think – but I I, I, almost, I feel like there's – I know I'm kind of like sending mixed signals here where I'm like I can't stand it and I also enjoy it. Right. But there's something about watching a puppet every once in a while. You you do that thing where you go – Yeah, that's Every turbulent. time I lose my mind. Yeah. It's, 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 and
0: it's, none of my jokes aren't authentic to my life. And like, you know, I do say that again. Like none of my jokes are non-authentic where it's like, I'm not just going up there trying to get the hardest stuff I can. I'm trying to get the hardest stuff I can as myself.
1: Yeah. So see, that's what's, that's what resonates with me is you are a bro, right? Those are your references. You know what I mean? Like you do the contra code in your act. And I I remember that bothering me for some reason, because you get it wrong. I believe believe you get it wrong. Well, the
0: whole point is she's not coming. Right. I'm getting
1: it wrong. Ah, interesting. Yeah, I thought you just didn't know it. I,
0: I guess you got to think harder at the bro jokes. <laughs>
1: that what you? I can't compete with a guy who's coming down from the adrenaline of an eight mile run. I'm outgunned here. Yeah,
0: well, I'm also covered in sweat, so I look like a, a pig. Mm. So it's, it's really not. taking
1: over the room. I'm getting a lot of heat. When's from
0: your here. hour coming out? May What's 12th. Next? That's awesome. When's yours? Uh June 28th.
1: Yeah. See, we tape the we taped the night. Austin, a- Texas. I, t- I tape the night after you. That's great. Yeah. What did you think of that? I loved it. Yeah, I. Uh, I did I you keep it, in all that crowd work with that guy? None. None. No,
0: I just used it as a uh, incinerator. What do you mean? I, I got the cra- I got it. Oh, I yeah. like got the juices flowing, but I'm not going to show the uh, TV audience the underbelly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is it going to be you know a special? Well, to explain when you were there, I don't remember if he heckled or whatever.
0: No, he was just.
1: You just picked out a guy.
0: Yeah, car. he was super Austin hipster, and he was sitting there uh not and i asked him like you know if you had a dog or something and he just literally wouldn't respond like he was almost like aspergery you know and i was like hey man like what's up and he just started being really snooty and he's like i'm like what do you want to be when you grow up he goes i want to get into tv i go I'm on TV right now, <laughs> and then like I started just getting it going with him, and I made fun of him. You know, I did a lot of uh, hipster jokes on him, but then I would I bought him a shot. Yeah, and I, I did the whole that. good cop bad cop kind of like what you're doing with me right now. Well, no, and it's I, like I hate your comedy, but I laugh so hard. Like I don't know what to do, but it ends up making friends. Yeah,
1: I know. I don't know. I don't know what to do either. <laughs> but you're kind of right. It, it, that that's the truth. I do love you. Every time I see you, I'm happy to see you. I hate your comedy, and it makes me laugh. There's a truth to that. <laughs> It's kind of
0: like that girl that you don't want to bang,
1: but you just can't stop. You make my, like, for all my... I'm,
0: I'm McDonald's. Like, you don't want to eat me, but yeah. it's, it's... Or
1: you're just, like, an obviously sexual person that you sleep with, and it ends up being amazing or something. Right, like. right, it's right. Just, it was carnal and basic, and you're like, I never thought I'd uh, f- fuck somebody like that, and, and you loved it, and you kind of hate yourself <laughs> yeah. for loving it. Or it's, it's cliche. Like McDonald- yeah. You're eating fries in your pickup, and you're just like, why does this light my brain up so good? Yeah, like, country music on a road trip with a dog in your truck yeah. is awesome, and yeah.
0: everyone's got it admit it even if they hate country music
1: and you know okay so the thing that we share philosophically i honestly believe even though we do different styles of stuff is there you go another water for you. Thanks, buddy. you're welcome is uh is you and i are trying to embrace the idea that it's okay to be silly and have a good time for sure but and that isn't it weird that we've come to a time when that that really is a message worth preaching and needed in in, in need of being preached you know what
0: I yeah, mean? yeah i think th- i've always thought that uh you know it's a short life get everything you can out of it and be yourself and that is anything you know and the pendulum swung i remember when i used to like defend the nerdy kids in in high school like i would be their protectors yeah and now it's almost like so cool to be like hip and nerdy that i almost have to protect the bros yeah where it's almost like it's almost like cool to like bash alpha males like I recently was uh, going, and I don't mean alpha like the number one man. I I just mean that mentality yeah, of like, yeah. let's go crush, let's play football. You know, a
1: tall guy, broad shoulders, right jawline, and a lot of decisive testosterone. Who gets like the the alpha girl? Yeah, and I I said that to a guy recently.
0: Uh, I was like, I'm gonna go to the. I'm I'm like I'm gonna hit the gym. Anyone want to go? And someone made it seem like I was such a loser because I go to the gym. Yeah. And he was like, Ugh. and I was like, dude, stop making fun of alpha males. If you do that, we'll stop fucking your girlfriends. Because <laughs> that's the funniest thing
1: is they'll like rip on us all they want, but at the end of the day, it's like... Well, you know, there's something funny about that is like 15 Chardonnays in, a, a big lumbering doofus like you is just what the doctor ordered. Oh, yeah. Throw Spotlight on me in <laughs> a grand
0: piano, a suit, it's game over. So it's like, I want to be their friend and support them and all that stuff, but like... And chicks love hipsters. They just love confidence. It doesn't matter who you are. So if someone's, like, attacking, it just never seems cool. Yeah. That's why I don't really go after people that don't go after me because it's always, like, a sign of vulnerability. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, anger is the underbelly, you know? It's, like, same thing with me. Like, sometimes I obsess over people that I can't stand, and I'm, like, maybe there's something about them inside me that, right. What you know, is Malcolm X is part white, Hitler part Jewish. You know, it's like as far back as you go, right? the true monsters typically are part
1: of what they hate. Well, you need to know it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. the more you know about yourself, the more honest you are You're very honest about yourself I try Which is why your career is exploding By the way, Pete Holmes is exploding right now <laughs> TBS and Comedy Central um, He's reading ticker tape
1: We have a ticker No, that's a true story We have a World War II ticker that comes through And everyone's
0: the- really pumped for you There's not much backlash at all against you Oh, that's good to hear Yeah, everyone's I wouldn't, really excited. I wouldn't
1: know Yeah, people are pretty good yeah, at keeping Yeah, all my it.
0: friends are really pumped
1: That's great Well, yeah. you and Stevie B, Steve Byrne
0: Steve is one of
1: the most uh, authentic humans ever I've ever met. He wrote me an email. Just was like, "Hey, I, I assume you're going to upfronts. So we're doing these shows. Like, come to these shows." Yeah, also, and he's so authentic. To yeah, yeah. He just wants to help. There was no like, "Let me, you know, we're gonna have Steve on the show." But there was no like, "Please plug Sullivan." And so-. there was nothing. That's why like,
0: he has his own show. That's why Vince Vaughn was his best man. Like, Because people get this feeling from him that he's not trying to get
1: anything. Vince Vaughn was his best man? Yeah, they're like best friends. At the altar, did he do the bit? Did he do the he's <laughs> old like, school? It's your, your last chance. That would have been gotta, so gotta, funny. Give, it takes a real man to give away an angel. He's <laughs> 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 like, look at the baby, look at the baby, look at the baby. always watching.
0: Always watching. <laughs> No, but, like, Steve's one of those guys where, like, you never get the feeling that he's manipulating anyone. No, nope, Sweetheart. Because he has this really good connection with himself and, like, what he wants out of life. And well, he, just, he's, he's he got- knows right and wrong, which is something I've always looked up to because I don't always know.
1: I, I, it's funny, because I was going to say you feel like a guy who does as well, in, in that Steve loves to throw on a suit. Steve does, uh, and I'm not saying this in a bad way, Steve does a closer that I would consider broad. He brings people up on the stage, yeah. and he sings a little song with them, and it destroys. He has that similar mentality with you, which is like, fuck it, I'm buying the whole crowd a shot sort yes. of thing. Relax, everybody loosen your have sphincter, fun. and let's just have fun. It, but, you know, it's it, it can be hard to enjoy that stuff sometimes as, as a comedian, I don't know why I'm bringing back the negative thing. What I'm no, saying is, no, it's fine. It's
0: a good thing to talk about because I've wrestled with it, and but at the same time, it's like the Sinatra mentality of like leave him laughing, leave him smiling. Yeah, I've always just liked that. And, and growing up as a piano player uh, for like weddings and all that stuff, I would always just try to make people as happy as possible. You Want to
1: play some hits?
0: Yeah, yeah. I want to play piano, man. I don't need to play Bach unless yeah. I'm trying to show a lady how fast my fingers go.
1: Ooh.
0: Happy birthday!
1: Who's happy birthday? America. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, well, there there is something about your that guy that I bet it would be really really fun to be snowed in in the cabin if there was a piano and a liquor cabinet. It would it would be one for the books. Yeah, and
0: they're just fun. Like my crew is just such a fun crew, and they're very my non. Crew. Yeah, they're just so non-hateful. They're yeah. like very same with Vince. Well, like Vince is the happiest dude. Like really? when come, oh, he's so supportive. Oh
1: hey baby, I love it.
0: Yeah, that, that's really him. Yeah. He's just like. He talked to Steve. He get, like those dudes, Steve, literally. Gotta, yeah, they changed my life. Like I really since I've been with them, I've lost sixty pounds. I got in shape,
1: baby. Get in yeah, shape. it's like
0: baby. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> the people want to see. You want to see the
1: good. You show them the good. <laughs> show them the gun. Show them the gun. Show them tickets. Yeah, baby.
0: Baby, if you roar real loud, they give the the big bear honey. Ah. The big bear needs his honey, right? You got to rub your be- back on the <laughs> big old tree. If you
1: roar real loud, the bear gets <laughs> his honey.
0: Yeah, because Vince will like say like eight things like that in a row to the point where you don't know what he's talking about, but you'll agree with anything he says. That's
1: so funny. I like to say, if you want Christmas, you got to leave Santa cookies. That's what I like. Hilarious. To say. I like to say that to audiences.
0: I love, I love bears and honey because uh, ah. you you probably relate to being a bear too. So does Vince. He's like six six.
1: Yeah, and uh, the bear gets his honey. Yeah, it's all about bears getting honey. So these guys. So what I'm hearing is is a group of bros. <laughs> yeah, total bros. Who aren't ass bros. They're not assholes.
0: No, it's not. You're not They're not up. exclusive. Yeah, it's it's. There's, You're not it's There's. the same in the hipster queer. community. There's like Delta Delta hipster, which is just as dude bro as anything else. Everyone sure. looks and acts exactly the same. And if you don't conform, it's almost like people that say they're open minded or closed minded, uh, closed minded people, whoever they consider to be closed minded. Right.
1: I, I, I've, heard, I've seen because
0: I have friends that are like very, very Christian and I have hipster friends that are like. Bash them for it They're like You're a
1: fucking idiot
0: Right And I'm like Dude let them Like They've never tried to convert you Just let them live Right And it's just like All these people It's like Bill Maher for example Is like an atheist preacher He sounds just like a preacher Right And it's like A lot of these people Don't have the self-awareness To stand back And be like I'm preaching Yeah you know it's like if someone i know a lot of people that that are not religious at all but they just believe it and they're confident in their beliefs and other people are very christian and
1: but i think it goes back to seeing what we hate in other people because that threatens right. us. somewhere deep down we know we have a capacity fear of death yeah someone's really scared of dying so or just scared of the human ability to believe something that they know in their heart isn't true and that threatens all of us right so if somebody is like i just have a simple faith and i don't question it yeah let's take a different religion let's say it's let's say it's scientology or okay you idiot you know what i mean right you know deep down we're in the same species so it offends it offends you that you're like that that could happen to me and i
0: get a little bit of envy from it because my family's religious background is so topsy-turvy you know i'm part catholic part czech jewish part like really yeah just such a conglomerate like just such a mix how were you raised though uh briefly catholic and then nothing so were you baptized I was, Confirm. but I didn't. Uh, I was baptized, uh, and I didn't have my first communion at that point. You know, the priest had been like molesting kids, and so your but, priest, yeah. Who? So uh, our whole family just bailed, and then if I briefly was kind of anti-religion because I was jealous of faith because I, I just can't seem to get it because it, it just is too late in my life. Yeah, like I just kind of I think there's a time when you're a kid, and if you miss that window, it's kind of tough. But I really respect a lot of, like, deeply religious people, and I think I'm slightly envious of it.
1: Well, yeah, there, there is something to envy, I think. There oh, can yeah, be, to yeah. just
0: know that, like, you will meet your friends in heaven would be unbelievably comforting to me. Even if you're wrong. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, as long as you don't infringe it on other people, I mean— the, the, but, let's, but if we say they're wrong, let's say they're wrong, and, and right. you're living a life where you're putting all your joy onto later— Right, you know what I mean? That's that's why it has it's a balance. Yeah, I mean Einstein believed
0: in God, and it's like I'd like to see, you know, intellectual battles between some of these atheists. Rap battles. And, yeah, and, and Albert fucking Einstein. Yeah, I don't think it was the Judeo Christian God, but I think that it was something. Yeah, you know, I think that it, he hit a wall where you know the God particle. Like most like extreme scientists I know say that there's a point where religion kicks in because they just have no idea how this shit happened,
1: or just. Uh, unexplainable stuff. Yeah, ag-
0: agnosticism I think is very, very understandable. Sure, where it's like you have no idea. Atheism
1: to me is almost just as extreme of a religion. Most uh, that comes up a lot on the show, and I always do my best to, to defend our atheist friends. Is is the idea <laughs> that most atheists are agnostic atheists? Right. That that's fine. I think agno- I think saying I have no
0: fucking clue right. is
1: very acceptable. But even even Bill Maher at the end of uh, Religious says. You know, at the end of the day, I don't know and neither do you because we're just people. Right. And and that's actually I think that's the saving moment for, for Bill Maher in my book. That I'm like, you know, he may he might be like I a think lot. that was added in post. Yeah, they were like, it might have been actually. They <laughs> the might studio have been was like,
0: like, dude, we need to put something in there so you're not just a raging
1: maniac. Yeah, maybe. It could have softened. It did soften the Because I, I believe that, that
0: war isn't caused by religion. It's uh, an excuse. It's kind of like booze with a hookup. It's like you want to do it anyway, so use something to do it. Yeah, I, I think I, most I of it's uh, uh, money, land, uh, self determination, shit Control. like that.
1: Yeah. Controlling the world.
0: Yeah, there was, you know, and then people just use that as a rallying call. You know, Hitler's famous quote, uh, if Jews didn't exist, I would have invented them. You know, people need a rally. Heard that. Yeah, it's chilling, but it's like people do that. You know, people will. He said that? Holy shit. Yeah. It's almost scarier how that he sounds a little self-aware. That's mm-hmm. almost worse. Where if he's just yeah. a madman. If he's just like a mad, man, mad, a mad like,
1: I hate that Jews, I hate. Right. And just a he's mad like, dog. No, I, I would right. him. Uh, yeah,
0: he's like, no, I needed the power and I needed to blame it on somebody. God, it's fucking crazy. I'm 34. How have I gone this long without hearing that? I I was a World War II history major in college. You loved it. Uh, Well, I just needed to know how it happened because my town is the only town, as redneck as it is, it was the only town to take in Jewish refugees during World War II in the entire country. What? And so I started thinking, like, I thought FDR was this. You're from
1: Jew Heidenberg?
0: 960. Yeah, it's Oswego, New York. True story. 960 Jews. Oh, that's it that's all they took in for the whole war and i was like i thought fdr saved the jews you know and then i was like oh he's, he he's just pragmatic politician then i like started reading about it and like what caused world war ii how it's just an extension of world war one you I know, know the ideas. decimation of uh europe you know it's kind of like uh the joker and and batman where if you put if, when you push people too hard they'll start listening to the madman where like after world war one they decimated Germany so bad that they listened to the craziest guy in the room. And that's why the U.N. was created and all these other things where, you know, if you go three marks to the dollar to five million marks to the dollar and you have all these people that had previously had pride, they're looking for someone to blame. It's just it's right out of Batman. Right. where well, well, the Joker is like the crazy guy. It's like you, you never listen to the Joker until you push him too hard. When
1: does he say that? I know the Dark Knight very well. I'm trying to remember.
0: Remember, it was uh, Alfred was the one about if when he was talking about the madman in the woods throwing the jewels away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been throwing the stones. Yeah, you got to burn. I can't remember who said it to watch Watch the the world world burn. burn. And uh, someone was saying that if you push, uh, if you that they were pushing the
1: mob so hard that they're going to start listening to the crazy person. I can't remember the exact quote, but I can't either. But that that's interesting, and and it does help big people up to to give them an enemy. You, it's funny that you say you're you're looking for pride, right? So the first step to pride, that's why we get bullies. That's why we get exactly uh, making fun of bros. Even it's a Ordinary. it's a cycle.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's like a lot of bullies were bullied at home, and then they bully people. And it's almost a little shocking how bully mentality some comedy is becoming. Yeah. Like, I've always liked Anthony Joselnik as a dude, and I think he's an unbelievable joke writer. But I watch his show, like, making fun of cancer patients and shit. I'm like, what the fuck?
1: I, you know, Anthony's one of my good friends. and right. I. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not bashing Anthony no, in any way. Nobody, but, nobody thinks that. I do I do have a hard time. I'll put it this way. I wouldn't want to tell those jokes. And, that, and that's why Anthony likes those jokes. Sometimes I wonder... If if he uh, ever, you know, goes like, Jesus, I want to be like, show me on the doll where they touched you, man. It's like you think I don't know. I don't. I just want to know
0: who wants to make fun of Boston the day there's a bomb. Did he? Yeah. He said some line shouldn't be crossed today. It's the finish line. The day the bomb blew up and blew a fucking eight year old kid's head off. Yeah. I'm like, where does this come from? Yeah. Because I've always respected Anthony. I've liked his joke writing. Isn't but at the end of the day, so- I'm just like... that's There's unifying comedy and dividing comedy. And people can... Call me a bro, all they want. I we've I want people to feel good. If someone's mom recently died of cancer, which one of my friends did, I don't want them to watch the sh- Anthony Jesnick offensive and start crying.
1: Yeah, like that to me is sad. You know, it's funny because Steve Martin makes a, a, a he has a funny quote or a good quote. It's not funny. He says, "When you're young, is when you make all the jokes about cancer, and then your friends start getting cancer, and then you stop making jokes about cancer." Sort totally. Of and I have that feeling sometimes when I when I see an off color joke, if it's Anthony or anybody, I'm just kind of like. Yikes! It, 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 right, you can the things we think about and the things there's light and there's dark. You know what I mean? I happen to think one of the things we have in common, which is which is so absurd for how much I'm telling you that I, I hate your comedy, <laughs> is what. But the reason I don't really is that you're you are pulling people towards a light. It, like I said, it's it's a broad light, but you're not saying. Hey, you're gonna die. Hey, you're an idiot. Hey, you have AIDS. Right, hey, you're different. I'm this, and you're that, or whatever it is. Right, uh, you are trying to just be like, let's let's have fun because we're all in this together.
0: Yeah, I wanted I want people to like because I do a lot of gender stuff, which some people call hacky. But I growing up in a family that argued a lot. Yeah, I always wanted to make people argue less. Like that was one reason I became. But, a comic. That's me. Yeah, Or I would be that like, why is mommy whole... and daddy fighting? That's why I'm funny. Me too. I was the one at the table trying to distract people from me fighting. Too. Yeah. What so, were your bits? <laughs> <laughs> God, I rem- you're making yeah. me remember and, and shit that I why, don't like thinking about. And that's why I do the, it sounds so broad to do men think this way, women think that way. But I don't want to sound like Dirk Diggler in Boogie Nights, but I've seriously had people tell me that like it helps them at home. Yeah. Where it's like... If, if women just think more about how men think and men vice versa, it's the same with, like, Jews, Muslims, and Christians. They all believe in the same God. There's slight interpretations. But, yeah. like, in the end of the day, the more in common you find with somebody, the, the less likely you are to, like, hate them or kill them. Yeah. And so that's kind of where I'm coming from. And then you see people that just rub people's faces in the dirt, and I just see a bully. And my 6'7", alpha ass wants to attack bullies. It's in my nature. You're like the anti-bully. Uh, yeah, I, I literally have uh, an instinct where I want to fight bullies.
1: I always have. But that's fun. That That's a fun movie for you. You're the I kid know. who should be bullying. And,
0: like, I, I don't feel that way about Tosh or uh, uh, Jeff Ross. For some reason, like, Tosh smiles as if he's like, am I joking? And, you know, and then he'll do <laughs> Web Redemptions and stuff. And it's like, in the end of the day, he's a dick. But it's like he lets you in on it a little where he's like, maybe I'm joking. Right will spare. Well, I, I, I say
1: right, but I don't watch Tosh. So I, I never I, I don't watch don't Tosh to either. About.
0: I've just noticed comedy for so long, and I've seen him do really fucked up I jokes. Th- I think
1: Jesenik can have that sweetness, too. It's interesting. When I watch the monologue- Live, I love Jesenik.
0: When I see him do stand-up, he lets people in a little. When I watch him on his show, he stares at the camera like I'm fucking serious. a serial
1: killer. Yeah, that's interesting.
0: And uh, I I root for the dude, but like in the end of the day, I've had- People I'm very
1: close with feel like a lot of pain from some of those bits. And I'm just I, like, what the fuck? You're talking to us. I'm a softie. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I did Jesselnick, uh, uh, his show. And, I, and that was the first uh, monologue. Uh, well, maybe I had seen Mulaney's episode. And I, and I have a hard time watching. Yeah, and he has a season two. I'm not. It's, I, it's not the jokes. It's just the topic. I, I, I guess it is the jokes. This is hard because he's my friend. I'm being honest. Right. It's hard because he's my friend. But you do a story about a guy with no face. Uh, all I'm thinking is, oh, my God, I could lose my face. What if I'm the guy that doesn't have a face? We used to do that in the writer's room. Someone would (laughs) pitch – like when I was writing for TV shows, someone would pitch like – I don't know, an, uh, an Alzheimer's joke. Right. And then would always go, would do an old person voice, go, time to relax with my favorite show. Like, imitating them yeah, yeah. watching it, and they have Alzheimer's, and they're like, no! <laughs> Trying to remember that somebody, right. somewhere... Is affected by that, But
0: to me, that's not bad. Like, there's. I, you can make fun of any topic in a right way, in my but, opinion. But when we're listing a, a face and a name and, 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 and. Yeah, and just staring and being like, fuck you guys, it's just like. Everyone instinctively knows the right and the wrong. Like, you can do. Like, I've, I've written AIDS jokes before. I've written abortion jokes. I've written all that shit. If you do it silly, you know, like, I used to do a bit about the, the uh, community hit the hardest by AIDS or vampires. I used to do a whole bit about. <laughs> You know, blood and sex. It's like you can't put a condom on a fang. All this shit because it's silly. Yeah. And someone with AIDS would be like, "Oh, that's funny." But if you're like <laughs> people with AIDS are fucking dying. There's you're one the like, vampire what? that's
1: like, "You crossed the line."
0: Yeah, yeah. Because you're not gonna. Yeah, exactly. Boo. <laughs> not cool. One, two, three. And I'm not telling anyone how to be. Like I've no, literally, I It just, I just Look, think that I there's think- a trend now where it's upper middle class wealthy white men being extremely mean on television and I'm just like where the fuck is this coming from
1: where's the well here's here's what I'll say I think Anthony is doing what Anthony should be doing you know what I mean he's yeah. being true to his thing and I respect that anyone and true in, to themselves yeah in the other way we're doing you and I are more sweet idiots right we're sweetie idiots and I, I really would rather do a monologue about how they made a new sugar cookie that's more delicious for sure you know what I mean that's my angle yeah, and I'm happy with my angle and
0: Maren can get serious but he like lets you in on his neuroses so it's
1: likable it's very interesting that you say you know
0: i'm saying like he can be a dick but in the end of the day he lets you in on his self torture where you're like oh that's cool
1: if if a guy wants to be like talk about yelling at his ex-wife or doing something deplorable right but then he tells a 10 minute story about his cat and he talks about his cat in this loving way yeah or like the vulnerability of
0: marin where it's like when he comes out after fighting with his wife all night and the and the neighbors look at him and he's just like i don 't hit her uh, like yeah. that's funny yeah. it's same with Bill Burr it can yeah. do a bit about domestic violence in the end of the day yeah, and the that's end of the day birth. you root for bill burr you're like that's yeah. great because Bill is like such a brilliant." He's so honest about Billion. his jokes. Yeah, he's he's genius to me. Oh, well, like, we
1: did a show last night together. He's my, he's my favorite. Com- Come me, me too. He's I think favorite. he's my
0: number one right now. See, that's weird
1: because here we are sitting. He's across- a bro, by the way. I play hockey with Bill Burr. He's such a fucking bro. Well, let's talk about what are we? Let's really get to it because what are we talking about? You're you're addressing it. It's vulnerability. It's something behind the eyes. It's something that this you're, the smile that Tosh is doing because Bill is up there. You're right. He talks about. Broey things. He loves right. sports. He lo- uh I can't think of other things that are kind of broey that he likes. But yeah, sports. <laughs> well, yeah, he's just and he, you know, he
0: loves his girl. But he's, he's vulnerable. Like, That's the yeah, thing. vulnerable. He
1: talks about loving his girl totally. He's, he talks about feeling fear. He has a great bit. I'm sorry to ruin it here, but he has a great bit about. I'm not going to ruin it. About a guy on an airplane, a turbulent airplane, and the guy was like, hoo, 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 <laughs> was really scared and yelling. Right. And he and the key line in that bit, he's making fun of him. Right, and talk, talking about how he should man up, but the key line in it is, "You don't think, you don't think I feel who, 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 inside, <laughs> right? You gotta squash it down." Genius. That's that's the truth. Like before, a bro, a yeah. bro that I'm against says, "Like, shut up, you pansy!" Right, right, it's right. It's just a ride, and I'm a man. Right. No, the real true bro says, "I feel it too." But because I'm trying to be like a caveman scaring away a tiger when I'm scared too, I keep it down.
0: Right. It's- Same with hipsters. You have the mean hipsters. No, like, I love Padden Oswald. He's one of the kings of the hipsters, but he's vulnerable. He's not, He doesn't exclude anyone. He's awesome.
1: This is what I'm talking about. So, we're not really talking about bros versus altar or right. clubs versus altar. I'm interested in true, vulnerable, relatable. Right. And not. You're wasting exactly. my time. Totally. Even, Even, like Jeff Ross is, so. is
0: being very authentic. He he's roasts people.
1: Him. Because and, that's what he does. And he's good at it. Yeah. And
0: by the way, he roasts people that he cares about. Like You can see a glimmer in his eye where somewhere along the line, <clears throat> his value system is that he will roast you if he likes you. Yeah. He's not going to make fun of someone that he has absolutely zero respect for. It's, right. It's not in him.
1: Can you imagine if he met somebody and was just like, look at this bitch with a fucking head. Yeah. You look like you're smuggling an ostrich. No, he's ass. a
0: unifier. Yeah. And it's like, uh, you know, Bill. Yeah, Burr will open his show about how he doesn't know how ships float. Yeah, he's like, I don't fucking know how yeah, they yeah, float. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, should yeah. be killed. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah.
1: deserve to be. On they this got boat. a pool on the boat. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. like, it
0: weighs like thousands of tons. <laughs> it's made out of metal. <laughs> how is it fucking floating?
1: That being said, and then he'll just yeah. start ripping in. Yeah. So, so so funny, so vulnerable. I know I was
0: talking to Burn about how like the the nerdest like hipster community has never really opened up to me and him and we're like some of the nerdiest dudes we know. Like his room is covered with like Superman dolls. Ha. Like Burn literally is obsessed with comic books. Like huh.
1: obsessed. Really?
0: Yeah, I mean like uh Star Star Wars like when we were on the tour with the Vince Vaughn tour, we would just watch Star Wars every night. Star Trek, he knows everything about every comic book. Huh. And it's like me, I was a classical piano player my whole life, and I played the violin, I played the fucking flute. Right. And then like ner- like nerdy dudes would be like, oh, this fucking bro. I'm like, dude, if you want to compete intellectually, I will, because I-, I I never thought that
1: nerd meant you can't be like... See, just just that line, though, you want to compete intellectually, I think you guys might prickle up in a way that isn't necessary. Because we feel
0: a little attacked well, But you sometimes. need to prickle
1: down. But the- we the don't, mo- though. The move to make you... Uh, or Steve work in a room like this if you really wanted to, which you don't, but if you did would be to, to dress it down. You know what I mean? Like it's hard. You have to go up and the awareness that you're demonstrating here and talking about the contradiction of how you were raised and all that sort of stuff would endear them. If you but t- I always do that though.
0: And right now I'm literally we wearing a sweaty t-shirt from when I used to chip wood. I love, chip and, I'm and I'm wearing, <laughs> I'm wearing fucking five-year-old sweatpants and untied shoes. Right. And it's like, I don't know what I'm giving off that makes people be like,
1: "Fuck that guy." Yeah, (laughs) I do. (laughs) I mean, I get it. I'm a nine. No, I'm teasing. I'm a a nine. I get it. It doesn't help that you're good looking.
0: Good looking, man. Blood nerds are good looking, though. Chris Hardwick's like a ten. Well, that dude's a stud. You're a very good looking guy. My chick even uh, said that. I like this.
1: She did. <laughs> well, it's interesting. Chris is, Chris is like a, a, a... He's a nerd in the sense that he likes Doctor Who. But right. he also wears like a fancy suit. and, and Fancy has, suit and he's uh, slim and product. has a very symmetrical face. Good skin,
0: symmetrical face. You're right. When yeah, you're, and he hosted an MTV show about dating. Like, I don't get how...
1: And I love Chris. I just don't get how he has such nerd credit. Me and Byrne have like none. You're absolutely right. But w- are we talking about nerd credit or, or do people just like to p- keep people in different scenes?
0: I, I here, think that's what caused World War II, by the way. Uh,
1: <laughs> that and the the downfall of the German economy during World War One, and they need. I'm just kidding. I no, it's on, true. I, I, I'll, I'll talk about World War II you. all day long. I, I love believe you shit. would. I believe you would. I'm interested in the. Uh, we've talked a lot about the, the season. I think. I think at the end of the day, I think people like to put people where they put people, and you look a certain way. You you could, It's not about wearing a Tron T-shirt here. Right, and right. It's, it's not about changing your material. I I can't I couldn't figure it out. I, I've been trying to figure it out for years. Yeah, I think maybe the first step is admitting that you'd like to. I've always liked to. But isn't that interesting? We're looking at you, going. They don't want to come to this party, and you're looking. I always, I've going, come to the party, and yeah. people
0: like looking at me like, "What the fuck are you doing at this party?" And I'm like, yeah. "Fine, yeah. I'll go back
1: to my dude bro bar." You do love a good dude bro bar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you're seeing somebody? Yes. How's that going? It's good. <laughs> It is, it's good She's no, cool <laughs> You
0: know, trying to figure out uh, I mean, I already like her
1: relationships She thinks I'm good looking She does Long distance or long term? No, long term uh-huh. It's, uh,
0: you know, yeah. It, there's a lot of compromises And trying to figure out each other and all that shit Do you live together? No What does this girl do? She's an engineer Really? Yeah Look at you, you're just a bag of surprises I am I like smart, strong women Does that make me a hateable bro? You're not a hideable bro.
1: (laughs) This podcast (laughs) is a perfect example of our relationship. I love it. I I think we should host something together at some Ah, point. ah, I've always enjoyed our dynamic. It's It's so funny. I never gonna say
0: respect with an underlying of hostility.
1: There is but that's what makes it tr- good. I'm trying to bring it up. Honestly, like I, I like it. I have etiquette that goes don't say I understand why people don't like you. But I for, like it. For entertainment I, purposes, is great. I say it. Honestly. Well it goes great. back to Jeff Ross. People like being busted when you know there's respect. I was a heckler at a renaissance <laughs> fair for two years. My what <laughs> lo- my
0: job in high school was head and arms out of a wall where people paid money to throw tomatoes in my face. <laughs> Real tomatoes? Yeah, full tomatoes thousands a day. I would I started beating the joust in attendance because i got really good at it cuz you don't you don't mock
1: beating at, the joust, I beat in the joust. Attendance. yeah that's the big draw is the joust
0: the joust is huge and I, and I would beat and i would beat the joust because i would never attack women i would always sexualize women cuz then they'd want the attention cuz i was paid on commission of tomatoes so the more tomatoes the better
1: no, you- Weren't.
0: Swear to God. You
1: were paid based on a tomato toss. Yeah. The more tossed tomatoes. It was the more five money? bucks for
0: three tomatoes and I got ten percent of sales. You son of a bitch. I was killing it. Yeah. I was, it was <laughs> and so and so uh I would sexualize women because every woman has like a dad, brother, boyfriend, son that's gonna be offended, and then they're gonna have to throw. The girl is having to throw because she wants attention. <laughs> And I would never attack someone based on what I thought. It was what they had pride in. What do you mean? Where someone 150 pounds overweight doesn't give a shit if you call them fat. Someone 20 pounds overweight's going to lose their minds.
1: Really? Yeah. A
0: fat guy knows he's fat. He doesn't give a shit.
1: But a little doughy. Yeah, they're, they're done. You're right. If you called me fat, I got some dough, but I'm not, like, huge. Right. But if you called me fat, you I would call take Ralph it you called Ralphie
0: fat, they're like, yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you call, like, me or you fat, it's like, what do you mean? I've been working hard. I know. Vitamix. It's the same. Yeah, and, like, super diesel dudes make fun of, like, gay tendencies. Because that's what they're so scared of. Right, 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 right. You know, you're like, when you guys uh, you guys like to spot each other with, with no one. You know, just made, yeah, do all that shit. Yeah, and then they're yeah, like, yeah. what
1: the fuck? Wait, so you didn't have to be old-timey? You could say things like spot? I was the
0: only one that was not old-timey. <laughs> the first day, I'd be like, ye dumb? And I was like, I can't do this. I'm 16. <laughs> so dumb (laughs) and so look at these two w uh, fuck
1: it you guys are gay (laughs) yeah you guys are dumb (laughs) and gay and Uh, then those sweet tomatoes like a porn star and then i'd get drunk and i'd let him
0: i'd let him slap me in the face for 20 bucks oh my god yeah hard yeah as hard as they wanted because I would be... My face would get numb. I broke uh, a couple blood vessels in my eye. Getting hit with tomatoes. It would be thousands. Most of the time, they'd miss. Like, once you get in someone's head, they're done. <laughs> They'll literally throw it right into the ground. But, like...
1: And so- then that only gives you more to talk but about.
0: My, especially my friends would be, like, laser pointers. Because yeah. they didn't give a shit what I said. Uh, they'd just come and just gun them at me.
1: Uh, Wait, this, so... I thought it was the the idea of throwing tomatoes at performers or whatever where they were like overripe so they would be soft.
0: Yeah, I mean, they would be very ripe, but every now and then you get a non-ripe one. (laughs) You see just a green tomato coming your way. And the funny thing about it is it's such an alpha competition that if someone's like, these are fucking juiced. You know these are these are overripe. Give me a hard one. I can't be like, "No," because at that point, he has me. Yeah. So I have to keep escalating. You can't
1: yield. Yeah,
0: throw a rock. Yeah, I literally like <laughs> shoot me in the face. Like I can't show fear. You know, so at that point, every now and then I get hit pretty hard, but it'd be worth it. That's why I was beating the joust because I went the extra, uh, the extra mile and
1: you'd break blood vessels in your, yeah, price.
0: that's why I know it's kind of like, I know what it means to be mean. I've been professionally mean. That's why I kind of stay away from it. Cause I'm like, dude, there's no reason to be a dick when you're like making good cash and you're in your thirties.
1: If there aren't tomatoes, you're not going to be an asshole. Right. You gotta- Cause they get redeemed. Yeah.
0: You well, can say they anything you. you want, and because they're trying to violently hit me. So I can say whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. So like, if you allow uh, the person you're being mean to to redeem themselves, you can yeah. say whatever you want. But if they're uh, innocent, if they just come to a show and they're just sitting there quietly yeah. to attack them, or like somebody dying of cancer, for example, yeah. you're now a bully. Right. That's interesting. You know what I mean? Because
1: the cancer people don't have tomatoes
0: right and, throw, they, and they don't and they're not you. engaging like as soon as someone walks into the tomato booth they have signed a social contract mentally i'm down to party you know what i mean it's like i'm here to get made fun of that was the most
1: owen benjamin statement ever <laughs> once you walk into the tomato booth someone you've in a cancer a
0: ward did not go there to be mocked they went there to die that's so
1: great Or live depending on how it goes so your girlfriend's an engineer yes how do you meet her Walking my dog? No. Yeah. What are you, just out in the wild? I call you in to do a podcast. You run into girls with dogs?
0: Yeah. I'm does just she out of a dog. Man.
1: She does. You are just out there. I'm just
0: out there in the world crushing. <laughs>
1: you fucking animal. Dude,
0: I ran here in a dead sprint after doing box jumps.
1: You are an animal. <laughs> There's something that you are that I'm not that I want to be. That's not I, true. I, I don't, well, I don't know. I love the idea of you just floating around the world, <laughs> totally. getting in adventures. <laughs> yeah. There is an openness. I've never, like, even with your drinking or whatever, there is an openness to be like, I, I will I will have a drink. I will stay. I will hang out after the show. Yeah. That I do envy because often after my show, I'm like, I get the fuck. I do the improv. I tell them I want to go on first and I leave right after. Right. You close it and and stay after. I'll, I've stayed till 6 a.m. before. See, I'll never do that.
0: That's some real Don Quixote shit. <laughs> Buffoon. Adventures of buffoons.
1: Yeah, you're going for it. So you're walking your dog. Yeah. What kind of dog?
0: I got a little mutt. She had a little mutt. And they started smelling privates. And uh, then we boned. That day? That night. Really? Yeah. You are out there crushing it. Yeah. But we hung all day. Or no, it was the next day. The next day, day, but you had
1: an all day date. And those can feel like four or five dates.
0: Yeah. No, just. um, Was it an all day date? That's a cool thing about meeting a girl not from comedy. Yes. Or from like a friend of a friend. When it's just pure, it's like the pheromones are really popping. Yeah. So like you know if you're really attracted to someone if you just like meet them it's like a, randomly. Right. It's In just the wild. Like, yeah. It's just like my my thing connects with your thing. And you then mean your dick and vagina? Right. And then a year later you're like, Well, there's a lot of you know, <laughs> emotional things we have to deal with here. But <gasps> dick and vagina <laughs> works great. <laughs> You're just throwing your dick over the wall and figuring it out later. I just I just walk around LA with my <laughs> dick out, just trying to make eye contact and seeing if anyone bites. And this girl did big time.
1: <laughs> and now it's a year later. Yeah. So you you felt juice. You meet her juice. You're flirting. Yep. What did you say? Give me your number. I'm I'm a I'm a. Well, man. we just
0: talked. You know, we, that's you know, dogs are so pure that they they'll, they'll meet. <clears throat> Up first, and then you just start talking to the person about dogs, where'd you get your dog, and then, you know, as you keep talking, it's like, yeah. what do you like to do for fun?
1: Yeah. Were you feeling it in particular that day? Sometimes I- Big time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, because she lived in my neighborhood, and I'd seen her before, and I thought she was uh Big time. Hot. I thought Big she was time. smoking hot. Did you
1: tell her that? See, that's the appeal, yeah, she had that's seen the me appeal before, of you. Too. The simplicity, and I don't mean that like you're an idiot. I just mean you're keeping it simple. Hey, nice dog. Think you're yeah. smoking hot. Big time. <laughs> Killing it. Yeah. Walking around crushing. <laughs> yep. And then I put my dick in your fart because it fit. It fit. And then a year later, you're like, what's with all this emotional distance, bro?
0: <laughs> no, bro? no, it's just trying to make, you know, we all come from different backgrounds. And Where, what is work. her
1: background? Uh, I well, mean, what do you mean by that?
0: Well, just like what you need and like... I think that she has issues right now with, like, uh, jealousy stuff, like from post shows. And, you know, the thing that made the thing that makes them. women like me also makes them
1: hate me. Yeah. So That's it's interesting. Did you hear Patrice on WTF? No, he talks. It's so good. You should listen to it. It's he talks about being a marlin fisher, and he's like, and you catch a marlin, and she loves you. It's so exciting that you pulled her out from the roaring sea. You're this badass fisherman on this huge boat with awesome equipment, and then the second you catch this marlin. Uh, the Marlin wants you to stop fishing and, and, and stop being the thing that attracted the exactly. Marlin to you. That's like, exactly my life right now. He was like, to yourself and stop being that thing. It's a tricky thing, though. It is, because she also respects
0: that I won't, but it's still a battle. It's almost like she likes that I won't, but at the same time, because I won't change.
1: Well, you have to assert there's some things worth asserting. You're not cheating around, you're no. just being yeah, a, a bro. Exactly.
0: <laughs> that's the thing. It's almost, and I told her, I'm like, you're going with the bro. I'm like, the more you try to make a guy pay for something that he hasn't done, they're gonna end up doing it.
1: That's, that's I amazing. go,
0: if I'm making car payments without a car, I'm gonna want a car eventually. Yeah, like it's the whole like, who's this? What's that? You know, and if you're like nothing, but on your head,
1: she probably learned that. That's how. That's what exactly.
0: You, that's why I have. Uh, I'm open ob- I'm I'm haven't broken up with her and I'm trying to make it work and I know she'll probably learn and
1: grow and all this because yeah. it comes from somewhere, you know? And and it can be unlearned. I, I dated a girl that taught me how to be jealous and then I, and then it took a year or so to, right. to, to get back you get to bad habits. that carefree place. I was actually just talking and about Some this in girls therapy. get turned down by fighting. And
0: that's like true. Well it's attention. Yeah, Rihanna. She made, her whole career is based on it. Yep. But like a lot of women relate to that where that like that like drama gets the juices going and then they get addicted to it. Well, they got, they
1: learned a bad habit too.
0: Right, exactly. It's all habits. You know, yeah. we're, we're, they but say. I, I feel like that
1: you'd be the perfect person for a jealous person because you're so dog-like in the moment and i don't mean like fucking other people i mean you're just like oh it's the big deal i'm just right bro- bro-ing around yeah on a segue throwing a nerf football but you know i also have that side of me that gets
0: kind of serious where it's like you can't fucking do this anymore you know it's like do what anymore like there's been times when she'll just bail, like be like i can't be here and i'm like not doing a- like anything it's just from like the attention that's why i'm giving her also some um some time here because i know that uh I know it's a tough career to be a comedian to date, yes. because it's almost like dating a stripper, where they're like, "Listen, I just this is, I do this for money." Right.
1: Well, your sex appeal, Owen, on stage, uh, there's a, there's an element of the girls are going to kind of like swoon a little bit. Wouldn't yeah. you
0: say? Yeah, and like a lot of times, the the people that come to my shows are female, which I don't know what it says about
1: the fact I'm not actually a bro, but anyway. <laughs> Uh, You're <laughs> still trying to make that point. I'm, I think we made a good case. You're yeah. a three dimensional person. <laughs> I'm a three dimensional person. Right. I understand. But,
0: um,. Yeah, it gets tough, you know, and I just, we've had some some rough spots lately, and we'll see what happens. I was
1: laughing at you telling me the Contra code is supposed to be wrong. I thought that was very funny, and I Thank wish you. this was a TV show, because the way you looked at me was so priceless. <laughs> you looked like you found a chocolate cake. You're just like, well, yeah, maybe well, you should think harder about my think dumb Think harder about cake. it, because I, the girl wasn't coming, <laughs> yeah, and I was getting
0: the code wrong. You're such a doofus, and I love
1: it. <laughs> so you're working on it. Thank you for being honest about that. I'm interested in who's right for a comedian. It's a trouble thing there's an element of like uh i was i was I, literally in therapy today talking about uh conan conan happily yeah. married family man megan fox is on the show he's gonna growl at her you know that like, right i yeah, can't yeah, really yeah. do it and be playfully flirty and nobody thinks it's real right but it's an element of his show exactly. so it's a prerequisite you can't be with a girl that's going to be like marshaling that. If you're on stage and you don't have access to every side of you, including exactly. the playful and I flirt side.
0: And I've pulled it back before. I've dated girls that have done this shit to me and I'm like, I will I've neutered myself. Yeah. And it doesn't help. No. That's the thing. It only makes Well, you're them- not
1: you're not cur- you're not attacking the source. The, right. The problem is deeper than just I don't trust you. It's like why don't you? Tr- Are you insecure? Right. Do I not love you properly? Am I not making you feel correctly? Or or is it possible for me to make you feel correctly? Can you make yourself feel correctly? Right. And and
0: the thing that I faced recently is like what if you're meant to be with someone with a more pedestrian job?
1: Like what if you're meant to be with someone who just teaches kids? To her, you mean? Yeah. It's not easy. I know. For all the joking around and, 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 like, it's very conventional for comedians to talk about how crazy we are, how weird our lives are. At the end of the day, they are pretty crazy and they, right. are, they are pretty weird. Yeah. And and uh, and some and who the right person to deal with that is, I, I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, because it's the same with, like, Burn's wife doesn't give him any shit, you know? He,
1: I, I have noticed in the successful comedian ones it's either there's the merger, the girl who blends the two corporations and she just becomes, like part of your thing you know what I mean and I don't say this dismissively that's what Emily and Kumail uh, over your shoulder did Emily just became a comedy person she runs a theater she books a show that's great she's at all the shows that's part that's like option one that I've seen works uh, which you know could have its problems I don't know I don't see any with them or two is the girl that maybe Burns wife is like where it's like that's your life, my life. I'm independent. I love you. I trust you. Yeah. Everybody relax.
0: Yeah, the kind of thing where like she's had moments of clarity where she's like, I like that women like you. It's more cash for us. And I'm <laughs> like, That's it exactly. Yeah. I'm like, if you, if you want to pay my bills, you can neuter half my audience. You can you yeah. can make you can burn half of a farmer's field. Yeah. Until then you just gotta let me do my thing. And like it is like a stripper, you're right. Yeah. And it's like it's it's tough, you know, and I and Vince Vaughn is a very successful marriage. I'm successful, baby. Yeah, and he like and he's a very sexual person. I mean, I like
1: fucking. I like daddy likes fucking. Yeah, daddy, exactly. Big bear dick in the honeypot. <laughs> yeah,
0: and it's like and and his wife couldn't be better. He's completely faithful to her. They have an yeah. like, unbelievable marriage, and you know, I'm trying to get to that place, and I I know I can with her, but it's just lately. That's why I, I brought this up. Normally, I'd just be like, yeah, everything's great. But the last two weeks have been a little intense. So, yeah, yeah. So we'll try and figure it out. I hope it works and I'm out. home all, every night. That's the craziest part. When I'm on the road, it seemed to be going better.
1: Interesting. Yeah. More time apart. What about you? Do you got a chick these days? No. Good.
0: Good for you. Yeah, I guess. I'm into it.
1: I'm into it. I've never really been single before, so I'm single. I'm oh, same. really? I'm single.
0: You're a big relationship guy? Oh, sure. See, I was single for a while.
1: Uh, do you talk about, you, I know you dated an actress, you dated Christina Ricci. I did. That's, that's on your Wikipedia page, so that's not like a scoop or anything. Right, right. But that, that seems like the other option in that when we're talking about this, you're dating an engineer. Right. And she has to deal with the jealousy. I have to imagine you're dating Christina Ricci and, you know, it's even worse for girls. Like a sexy girl, people are just like. Well, yeah, she'd be doing sex scenes and stuff and. I mean, and their fans like just want to, you know, our yeah, like Black Snake Moan,
0: like bang, like you know, yeah, gang bang scenes and stuff.
1: It's like she was in a gang bang scene.
0: Black Snake Moan, yeah, really,
1: yeah. While you were dating, when that happened?
0: No, we weren't together. But you know, you watch it on on screen, and you have to support it and all that stuff. And we yeah. we went through stuff, and you know, in the end of the day, I I don't I I think Christine is an unbelievably great person, but yeah. I don't feel that an actress would be right for me personally. Yeah, because
1: it's just is it too similar?
0: Yeah, it's almost like. Yeah, it's it's just it's just I don't know, I just can't explain it. I, I'm into like moms. I'm into people that like. Well, do you
1: need a mom energy? Do you no, need not someone to mom me, but yeah. someone that's gonna have my kids. Oh, you need like a sweet, sort right? Of... Like
0: someone who like isn't thinking like I I need to book the Snapple commercial.
1: Right. They're thinking like I gotta get a Snapple for our son. Right. Troy. Exactly. Yeah. Like a
0: maternal. Yeah. I don't need to be babyed, but I need someone because I just like to work. Like, I didn't that's... think you needed
1: to be babyed. You're like right. fucking crushing it.
0: <laughs> just crushing. I <iron>. am. Yeah.
1: <laughs> But like, uh, you are—you're so gonna weird. grow to like it. You're, so you're gonna weird. grow to like the vibe. Oh no, I love the vibe. It, it's so off-putting. It is just so. How is that off-putting? Unapologetic. So like, you remind me of my college roommate, one of my favorite people. There's just something very bare about you, and I like it. I like it very, very much. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, you date somebody that's also concerned. I'll say this: concerned with their Twitter followers. That's gonna right. be right. It's it's very male to me. Like, a lot of
0: actresses are very male, even though they're very hot and, like, sexy and well, stuff like that. A lot of them are very, like, for a woman to be like, you know, I, I, I'm just, I need to book this movie. I need to, like, be seen in the cover of this well, magazine. Well, that's, that's a
1: conquering thing. That's a hunting thing. I think that's what you, what you mean by male.
0: Yeah, it's two hunters don't really see each other very often, you know? Right. But this, and I'm down with uh, powerful this, careers, like engineer, sure. professor, uh, a certain type of
1: doctor. But the desperation of being in the same woods looking for the same game
0: Trying. Right I, I've never really seen it work Personally like yeah. I see a lot of like they, well, They'll be together for years but in the end of the day There's resentment building and then if a girl Doesn't get what she wants or a guy doesn't get what she wants Out right. of her career they, they If you're in two totally different worlds Usually that like works better I, I okay. Like I don't need to do a cosign of a bridge Like I never want to be a structural engineer Right So I just support the hell out of what she's doing And I've always been very supportive but Like a bridge Yeah I'm a bridge over troubled water and uh, so that, yeah, that's where I'm at. So,
1: yeah. Support. What, what is Vinnie Vaughn's wife? Is she? Uh...
0: She used to do real estate, and now she just raises. Now, now she just
1: keeps it real. She did real estate. Now she keeps it real. With, right. The, yeah. With, with, with no, but
0: she's like really strong. Real, smart. real estate strong. Yeah. <laughs> she's just this like beautiful, awesome mom, just loves Vince and the daughter, and they're going to have another kid. And yeah, it's everything you want. You want a strong alpha woman, but you also want them to like the favorite thing about their day is something their kid did. Right, you know what I, I mean? I like that's, that. what you, that's what you—that's what that's ch- how my mom
1: was. It's challenging what you're saying because it is a little bit uh, disempowering to women. I would say I—I I f-
0: I feel the exact opposite, and I actually have a strong opinion about it. Please? Because
1: my mom, I'm not even disagree. I, I'm hearing it, and I'm trying to make sure we're right. We're clean. I don't want you to come off the wrong way. So please speak to it.
0: I—I uh, I think that the overempowering of women, quote unquote, in the society is. uh is actually been negative to a lot of women because I think a lot of women do have ma- maternal instincts True. and to say no you have to compete with the the men out there is actually makes women a bit crazy okay my mom first woman to go to college from her hometown like legendary smart strong woman yeah masters degree you said
1: the first thing you said about your mom was that she's alpha yeah and, she and is very is yeah and also beta. great
0: mom yeah my dad's more passive than than she is but phd uh, professor at Syracuse, all this stuff. And when she had my brother, something clicked in her mind where she just wanted to be a mom. And yeah. I remember a lot of her colleagues would be like, you know, you're giving up. How can you just be a housewife? And she's like, this is what my body tells me to do.
1: Well, I was going to say, when you say her mind was made up, there probably was a chemical change.
0: Totally. Body. Yeah, and a lot of times women will hit an age where they're like, I want to be a mom. A lot don't. And I am not sexist in the sense that I think any woman should be able to do anything they want with their life. But... That being said, men and women have completely different chemical makeups. And to ignore that is almost condescending, where it's like, everyone's the same. Like, no, we're not. Like, testosterone and estrogen do very different things to our bodies. Right. And our brains, they've done tons of research. They're structured differently. The connections are different. So it's like, if a woman doesn't want to do, like, wants to just be a mom, she shouldn't. Like, I've seen my mom cry, and I'd never see her cry. I've seen her cry because women made her feel bad about her choice. Yeah. You know, like, how can you give up now? We almost beat the men. There's no beating each other. Right. You know, a lot of times people have an instinct to, like, you know, t- the, the problem with testosterone is it makes you overly aggressive sometimes and territorial, but it also, you know, fuels guys to work to attract women and provide for their families. And a lot of times, you know, female makeup, they, they want a strong person to work, and then they – Provide for their children. Women can be very, very maternal. Well, there's
1: something. There's something. Uh, I, I think one of the reasons why people enjoy Mad Men, for example, which is right. one of my favorite shows. And if you're playing the drinking game, I think me mentioning Mad Men is one of the things you have to drink to, or at <laughs> least it should be. It comes up every episode. Love it. Is, is there something uh people enjoy the the recreation of looking at a world, even though it's flawed? They're all all the women are going crazy. But they were kind of going the other way at it. They're like, women are going to be dolls, and they're going to be sweethearts, and they're going to, be- and the best thing you can do is be a mother, and all that sort of stuff. So we kind of ruined that by not having any idea that there could be a Peggy Olson in the mix, right? And and now maybe you're saying, at least in your experience, you've en- you've enjoyed seeing a woman want to go back.
0: Yeah, I think that you should. It, I don't believe in the Mad Men world. I don't think that you should put women in a hole. I think that you should say, just like with gay people, I think that you should say. If you want to be married, do it. If you want to be a housewife, do it. If you want to like whatever, do it. But in the end of the day, you can't fight a lot of nature,
1: and there is no all. There's no generalizations. But in the end of the day, you know, at the end of the day, it's okay to admit that it might feel nice to be a mom, like your yeah. And so many
0: women I know just want to be moms in the like, and they feel societal pressure the other way. Yeah, where now there's pressure to be like, you know, this strong businesswoman, and a lot of them like really just want to be moms. Yeah. And like th- there's a reverse pressure and it's the same with gay marriage. It's like, dude, why just let gay people get married and let the chips fall where they will. Yeah. You know, it's like why there's no reason to hold anyone
1: back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's very interesting. Let's go back to your, your childhood. How, how do we go from being a concert pianist prodigy to, to starting doing standup? Well, I, uh,
0: I uh, started playing piano for weddings, and I, I enjoyed writing songs for the
1: uh, couples. And you're getting hit in the face with the tomatoes.
0: Yeah, with that, I was in <laughs> operas, I was in uh, plays and stuff, and then I came out. I came out to L. A. at, at uh, 22 because my college roommate and best friend actually we weren't one of my college roommates came out, but one of my best friends from uh, kindergarten wanted to be a screenwriter. Mm-hmm. So we came out together. I started doing stand up because um, I had done it in college. I opened for Kevin Hart when, when I was nineteen. Really? Yeah. Wow. Greg Fitzsimmons, because I was part of the boards. So I used to bring in my favorite comics, and I always loved stand up. And then I started doing stand up out here. And then um, I met you know Nick Swartzen, and then I met you know Adam Sandler, who put me in movies and uh, stuff. Da, 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 da. Yeah, and then I started doing stuff, and I just always had fun. I was like, "Oh, I can make a career out of this." Yeah, I just I was literally doing what I do now. I was just wandering the country, <laughs> looking for adventure.
1: I want, I'm sorry to bring this back up, but I'm interested again. How did you meet uh, Christine Reach? Christina, I Christine, was doing Chris, a uh, Christine Reach. I don't care Chris about Christina Reach. I was doing a movie called <laughs> Alls Fair and
0: Love about a Renaissance fair where she was my love interest, and. uh we uh, started hooking up during the. Uh,
1: you are so funny.
0: The production of the movie, and then <laughs> just, we we're together.
1: Just you with the girl, meeting the girl, and I'm like, "Did you fuck that night?" You're like, "Oh, the next night. The next night, it's yeah. just so funny."
0: Because I think sex is great. I think it's like I don't think it's uh, humiliating Shameful. to women. No, there's yeah. no shame in it. That's another thing about my parents. My. <laughs> My mom would like b- barely put clothes on me. She'd be like there's nothing wrong with the human form. You know, like I was raised that way where it's like there's nothing wrong with any- how
1: you feel. If you feel it it's right.
0: So it's a great way to either a raise a narcissist or b raise someone that can talk about fucking with Or
1: like a hippie. I mean the hippies right. have right. That's that how that they were. Thing. That's how
0: they were. We they we we uh, grew a lot of our own uh uh, produce Produce My mom made the clothes We never had uh, <laughs> so possessions She's, she's
1: making you little skimpy outfit
0: <laughs> She literally would make me My, my first day in kindergarten Showing She made me uh, velour pants That said hi on one pocket And bye on the other because So I'd remember how to make friends And a kid peed on me <laughs> Wait, what? So my mom makes me these velour Hi-bye pants <laughs> it Says hi on one pocket And bye on the other And I go to school Because she was like Look at your pocket Say hi And then when they're done talking Say bye Oh and my I, god! I, that's so endearing. One kid just one kid just pissed on me, and I was like, "I got to get funny quick."
1: Oh, wait, so you're wearing your high buy pants? Yeah, I, was, I wore a shitload
0: up. of velour, and then after, like during <laughs> recess, a kid peed on me because he thought my Did he my pee pants on the were high stupid. Or the no, he peed on my on my feet. He just like pissed, <laughs> oh my and I was just like, "And you think it was high buy related?" Yeah, I was dressed like an idiot. <laughs> you were dressed and like my, Austin Powers. Yeah, most of my childhood, I dressed like a a British porn star. <laughs> and i was like chubby as shit too and like i didn't have any social skills so it was just like you know and that's when i met my best friend cuz he was the same thing and we're both just awkward kids who would just play with dolls in his attic and uh and he now you know is a producer out here and doing great and uh still we're still so similar we're just these little kids just trying not to get pissed on <laughs> And
1: that is what made you funny.
0: You were yeah, like, I got it.
1: Cutting some chops, or your feet are going to remain wet for a yeah, long time. Yeah, I'll have wet feet. Oh God, <laughs> that's fantastic. We touched on it a little bit. Uh, where, where you said you were raised Catholic. Uh, Briefly, yeah. What, where are we now? Uh,
0: I'm more in the agnostic session uh, with uh, God envy, where I wish I had more faith. I'm yeah. not against Christianity in any way. I support it. I support uh, the Jews. I support the Muslims. Uh, there's no one I'm against. Sure. Uh, but I'm not a church goer. I I can't connect, really. You don't
1: think anyone is truer than the other, though? I mean...
0: No. I, I saw the Dalai Lama speak uh, when I was in the Czech Republic in uh, 2000. Oh, I was there. Yeah. It was a great party. <sighs> it was a, a Lama party. You, you,
1: you saw the Dalai Lama speak in 2000?
0: Yeah. I That's was in incredible. the Czech Republic for a year, and, and so I saw
1: the... Did you get a T-shirt?
0: Yeah. He had a great merch table. <laughs> And so I saw the Dalai Lama and the Pope the same year. Speak. Oh, my
1: God. The Lama Pope tour?
0: Yeah, it's classic. Who, who opened? Uh, Jeff Dunham. <laughs> so anyway, I uh, he made a great point. He was like, you know, there's a spiritual awakening, and any path that can get you there is right. Interesting. Yeah, and I remember it, it blew my mind. He was just like, it's just like a disease. Like, any cure for the disease works, whatever it is. You yeah, know? yeah. And I was like, that's really interesting. That's the way you should see it, that if it's if you're not... Oppressing someone else with your beliefs No one can get mad at you for it Right
1: If it's for God, it's all good it's Right a, it's all Yeah, good. and whatever God
0: is to you it's the Whether it's the force in Star Wars Or, you know, uh, Judeo-Christian God It's all good Yeah Or if you believe in, like, earth-centered spirituality Where, like, that's where my mom's kind of headed Really? Yeah, she wrote a book called Called to Healing, A Woman's Journey About, oh, yeah. like, because she was, like, going to be a nun You know, she was, like, raised very Catholic yes. And she had this, like awakening in her 40s that it was very uh, male-centered and very anti-female. And, you know, in the end of the day, the Catholic Church is a little fucked up when it comes to that stuff. Sure. So she kind of rebelled the other way and started reading all these, like, mythology books, like Joseph Campbell and all this stuff about, like, earth-centered spirituality. And she's not, like, into Wicca or anything, but that's kind of what she's into. She's, like, she feels more connected to the earth than anything else. And she's very earthy, very happy, one of the happiest people I've ever known, my mom
1: in in general.
0: Yeah, just smiling, always smile, you know. She'll get mean, but if she needs to be. Oh, and she's what do you very, like very that simple thing? Uh farm girl, small town. Very and she had a very very hard upbringing to the point where like very simple things make her happy. Well, there you
1: go. You got that contrast.
0: Yeah, where she's just like, "Oh, we have great apples today." Yeah. And you're just like, "That's awesome."
1: Yeah. Well, you probably have some happiness envy there too. I mean, you got we got guy I, I kind of
0: got that from her though. I think I'm
1: you do have pretty a happy, bit. yeah. You yeah, like, like
0: I, I, I can get mad and angry or whatnot, but in general, very little things make me happy. Like I love you know dogs, you, food, and a lot of things make you happy yeah tons. wiener rubs, a hand job, uh, over the pants hand jobs, OTP.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why did we both know that would be a good acronym?
0: Because we're very similar. <laughs>
1: We just run at each other on either end of a hallway and become one person. Dude,
0: we should shoot a sketch where we just, almost like Family Guy with a Chicken, where we just fight all around LA for fucking hours. (laughs) <laughs> That'd be hilarious,
1: but it's real. Yeah, <laughs> you'd just, just kill me. You'd destroy me. I don't I, know. You're a big dude. I haven't been to the gym. Ju- it would take a couple blows to take me down. That's the only way you'd know that I was big. But you juice though. You uh, you blend juices. I do juice, yeah, and you juice too. We're only going to talk about juice. I got some shit recently about talking about juicing too. Why you juice too much? Bro, t- you talk about whatever makes you happy. I know, but I do want people to also enjoy the show and I talk about juicing a lot. I'm currently I, I think people should juice more. I'm currently uh doing a little bit of a reboot only juice during the day and then like a meal at night. It's good, good. It makes me feel good. The juice is the best. I love a good juice. But you were Vitamixing. Yeah, now I have a juicing. Lo- you though. lost a shit ton of weight. I did. And now and we did it. That was another weird thing about you and I. And for those of you who hate juicing, we're done talking about juicing. But what I'm saying is I ran into you, and it would both lost a bunch of weight, and mm-hmm. neither of us discussed it. And here are two guys that looked very similarly overweight, and then looked very similarly. But you're going to the gym and shit. I don't. I don't. Well, know. I'm just addicted to it.
0: I'm a. You don't do. You're not heavy, heavy road guy, are you? No. See, I I I mean, be heavy. I'm like 40 weeks a year road guy. Okay, so there's a lot of depression that comes with that if you're not doing crazy workouts. So, see, there's two paths. There's drug, alcohol. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll throw down some booze, but I'm not. (laughs) You know, there's like destructive, self-destructive path, and then there's overly healthy path because yeah. you got to pick one because it's yep. an extreme lifestyle when you're at a la quinta on a highway for five days trying to develop a culture for yourself yeah the one thing that i have is my dog and develop runs. a culture for yourself yeah because you're
1: there for the week right and, and it's like you have no a structure.
0: yeah you got to structure something or else you'll go crazy. i was telling my agent i was like i really need hotels where you can open the window and i got this like little vibe where i was like well he understood but it kind of like all right easy buddy and I'm like, no, but if you're in hotels for a living, that's now your home. Yeah. So you, you have to start making these requests because that's now your house. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's not like you're just in a hotel for a night. It's every night of your life right. when you're on the road. That's sad, though. Yeah, but I enjoy it because I've
1: structured my life in the proper way where it's like great workouts. I, I you know do there, radio. There is a, There's something solemn about it. Sometimes I go on the road and I love it because I'm like, I am going to go into a hotel. You can't take meetings you can't do anything right you're just in a La Quinta as yeah you said so all you all you can really do is is uh rest focus on yourself maybe get some work done uh, most likely not most likely, right you just chill and I
0: can't I'm locked in for television because of uh Sullivan and Son yeah.
1: TBS dropping June
0: 13th and uh so I can't really go out for anything or take a lot of meetings in yeah. television because yeah. that's I'm exclusive to it so that's why I have no problem just being gone yeah and you
1: like the shows I love it. I love doing stand up. And you stay out after the shows you hang out? Not time.
0: always. Depends on the city. I have friends in like, you know, Miami, Chicago, New York, Seattle type things. Sure. But if I'm in like, you know, Bumblefuck, Oklahoma, I go straight home after shows. Really? Yeah, I don't hang out. I I hang out way more at the Hollywood Improv than I do when I'm
1: on the road. And so that's why you're saying you, it's like more healthy. You're working out. You're not like Yeah, I don't stay out partying every night if you have booze in the room. No, never. I I only
0: drink socially after stand-up sometimes to calm down. You know, it's kind of like how some people smoke weed. That's what I do with alcohol. But uh, when I'm on the road and I don't like the improv, I feel very safe. I live four blocks away. I know half the people there. I can get drunk and nothing bad can happen. Right. You're in some random city. You end up in a trailer park surrounded by pit bulls. Like, you don't know what the fuck's going to be. Right. right.
1: I've heard stories like that. Oh, yeah.
0: Like people are just like, no, come to this other bar. They
1: buy you a shot and you decline the shot. And all of a sudden it's a thing.
0: Right. Yeah. It's a total (laughs) thing. That's why someone buys me a shot. I can sometimes hold it and just like talk for a while. Yeah. And then do the shot, and then I'm out.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: You know, I have little tricks, but uh, you know, some nights I'll. I'll but you I'll throw still down. did the shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I. You know, two, three drinks. I'm talking about those like 15 drinks. I nights. understand.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. That's good that you're being healthy, and I'm glad that you're healthy. And I
0: great. have to. You know, 30s guys. Now we're 30s guys. We are 30s guys. And uh, you gotta make. You gotta take fish oil and do shit like that. And oh, I take flaxseed oil. I do that as well. I do flaxseed. Uh, flax waffles. Ooh. With
1: Greek yogurt and berries every morning. You mean you're making waffles and then you put flaxseed oil on them? No, you can get them at Whole Foods.
0: There's flaxseed There's like flax waffles. I don't trust that. You don't?
1: I I, I think we're losing a lot of the uh, good stuff in there by the freezing and the blah blah blah. You got to have that shit fresh.
0: You're getting really sexual right now. I just want you to know that that's how I feel about it, and
1: I think when your voice goes like that, you get like really sexually aggressive. You. Sh- you should hear me in the morning sometimes I make phone calls in the morning and I'm like hey how's it going it's like, it's like oh it's my morning sex voice
0: you gotta start doing a, a late night radio show oh my god you're just talking to the lovers
1: spinning plastic this goes out to Julie to her boo <laughs> it does say boo to her boo Trevor Trevor you know how to touch me I love <laughs> your over the pants Angels.
0: Trevor we've been through a lot you did catch me with a guy but uh, I was over the pants <laughs>
1: I didn't go inside the pants As long as it's over the pants it's okay And this one's for you You are the sunshine of my life
0: I was trying to convince my girlfriend that uh, over the pants isn't cheating <laughs> They're like sometimes you just want people to know how sweet your wiener is That it's not like a sex act It's just like feel the outline
1: <laughs> You do this?
0: Well no I tried to convince her she wasn't buying it
1: Oh so you were trying to pre-clear it yeah, I was like, like listen, if I'm in a bar, yeah, and, and you want someone to feel the outline of your dick, yeah, and you're wondering why she's jealous, <laughs> why she's worried about you. Well, no,
0: that's after months of like, you want to fuck everybody. You no, know, so finally, I'm like, listen. The more I think about it, the only thing I'm really capable of is an OT, OTP,
1: you OTP, <laughs> O-t-p.
0: <laughs> a little over the pants.
1: God, it's so funny. I would find I would find being in a, this is weird, but I'm considering what it would be like to be a girl dating you. I think it would be refreshing just how fucking on the surface you are.
0: Yeah, that's what like, I tell ta- like, you. I have an OTP yeah. No I Just touch it. Okay. Because it makes him really happy. Like, that's the thing. That's another reason I have these opinions about like just female makeup sometimes is I've dated some like really impressive. Careered women. Yep. And at the end of the day, a lot of their favorite things is just to give you a great meal
1: and just how bad you want to have sex with them. Like yep. they love it. It makes them so happy. Well, you know the rules. What's y- that? I just mean, like in that exchange, everybody knows the rules. Yeah, it's simple. You it's know? like playing house. Right. A little bit.
0: Where they just know it, there's lines in the sand. You know, uh, uh, my girl one time was like, you know, I think you're kind of controlling sometimes. I go, yeah, I am. I'm like, that's the deal. and she was like that's actually awesome you just said that i was like yeah i just that's just me well that's and i'm not controlling the sense that you know she can go do whatever she wants all the time but i'm just like i'll make a plan and stick to it right and i like will tell her about how to budget and so you know i I just have a controlling nature not controlling like you have to stay here like she can go party do whatever she wants but yeah you're pro. uh, pro i'm i'm pro i'm but i'm i'm very like likely to be controlling in in a lot of situations
1: and I'm just like, yeah, if you just own your nature, they can't get mad at you. Well, it's funny that you say that. DGP my my therapist Dr. Gary Penn is often just trying to remove the apologetic part. If if you are a certain way and it's not necessar- it's not harmful or negative, it, it there is something uh liberating about being like, yeah, I know that's that's how I am sometimes. And, and you can talk about it and if yeah. it's a problem, address it, but like if it's not a problem, you can just be like, I know totally. <laughs> girls
0: are the most yeah, girls are the <laughs> most scared of secrets. Like they always think you're up to something. if you're just like if you just are honest about What's your funny, nature,
1: you know what I've heard about that. Huh. This is this is a weird one. I don't know if I've said this on the show before, but I, I was watching this thing. Uh, uh, it's this video online about understanding women, which I thought was interesting, and it uh, it all goes back to cavemen and cave women. And one of the reasons why women hate secrets. This is this woman's theory. Right. So I am. Now speaking- I like old school shit. Have you read Sperm Wars? I'm not going to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, it's Let's okay. Talk about I, sperm love, wars. I love Sperm Wars on AMC. Uh, <laughs> is the idea of uh, so women back in the day? If, if this is this woman's theory again, so please don't crucify me. She was saying that women back in the day were the gatherers. Men are out hunting and they're right. being decisive and they're killing things in a pack and they, they just want to think of the sim- simplest way to get that thing dead and back to the cave. Right. Women are, are gathering, so they're getting berries. And then so women would talk to other women and they would, it was more social They would be because you don't have to be quiet because no, there's no leopard that you're choosing. Right. I love a good leopard stick. <laughs> and uh, so if I'm talking to you and you tell me where the berries, the good berries are, Uh, That's important. So that's why they love talking specifically. Right. Because it's life and death. And if you keep something from me, like those berries are poisonous, that's also life and death for my family. Yeah. So communicating became very, very important. Very. Whereas with men, it was less important. It was more shut up. I want a leopard stick.
0: I do a bit about how women have communist friendships and men have capitalist friendships where women have the most supportive female groups I've ever seen. But if one starts rising, it's a meltdown. (laughs) Ha. And men are the opposite, you know. And I think it dates back to the same thing you're talking about, where if you're all gathering and everyone's kind of uh, equal in a society yeah. amongst women, then that's good. That's good for one everyone. If one starts falling, everyone there's a a great social. Uh, what's that called? Responsibility. Uh, what are trapeze artists? They'd fall on a net. Safety net. Safety net. <laughs> yeah that, that the, three the inter- letter that three letter uh, word that I couldn't remember. The internet. Uh, But yeah, it's like like I do a bit about how when when women are at bars, you know, if one's having a bad time, that's the one who defines the night. Where it's like, oh my god, Brian's here with a new girl, and the other girls are like, I'll gather. Yeah, they're all like, get away from her! You're a beautiful woman, and they take off. They're eating ice cream, licking tears. Right, right. Men, you know, if one's having a bad night, you you ditch licking tears. Yeah, you ditch them. One's like, yo, I can't stop thinking about Tina. You're like, let's get the fuck away from this dude. Yeah, that's funny because it's like it's very. And then the opposite's true though. Where a man, they see the fastest guy, they make him captain, and they respect that guy, right? Because that it's hunting. It's like he can kill that shit. Right, He's a leader. Right, right. Are you going to get Women are leopard? women are like, oh, she's the prettiest. Tell everybody she has herpes. Where it's like a fucking takedown situation. And by the way, the the woman just laughed in the room. So if anyone thinks I'm sexist, I'm dead fucking on. I think people she's just laughing want to right give she's you
1: OTP. People are people are going to be lining up to give you an OTP HJ after this. Yeah, you got to because
0: I'm trying to convert a new culture to like
1: me. The, well, yeah, this is a
0: new culture for me.
1: Yeah. And I like that. And I think, I think you're doing just great. Thanks. I think you're doing not just, just fine. I think you're doing just great.
0: It, are you enjoying the interview?
1: Oh, I'm loving it. <laughs> Me too. I'm having a great time.
0: Me too.
1: I, uh, we, we can't go into the speed round now. You know, it's almost been two hours. Really? Holy shit. Yeah. See, that's, that's what we do, baby. Wow. That's how I crush it.
0: Oh. <laughs> Someone's developed quite an audience.
1: I love I that. Know. You do
0: have an audience now. I don't know what that means. Why? Because I said that's how I crush it? No, like people fucking know you, man. It's well, it's great. You know, like you do, you've develop, you've cultivated an audience. I, thank you.
1: Yeah, I, there there isn't a good and I I like to think I've attracted a lot of the right people, like good totally. good, good comedy fans, smart people, the right people. Not, yeah. I, I I'm I'm very proud of that. I'm very happy about that. So this is the speed round. Let's do it. What kind of soap do you use? Dial. See, that's how the speed round's supposed to go. Usually people just go, "Why are you asking?" No, I don't Why ask I have questions. To think about right now it? you're my alpha, I, I respond. <laughs> dial yeah
0: you're the host of the show see i know where i fall i'm the i'm the offensive line you're the quarterback you say speed round i fucking fly (laughs) let's do it
1: here's a weird one when you're falling asleep do you find you think the same things to calm down for me i'll tell you i like to pretend i'm the world's greatest basketball player (laughs) i also i also sometimes pretend i'm a sniper i never (laughs) i never aim at anything but it's just something comforting do you have a sleep ritual
0: i don't that's probably why i have an insomnia you should come up with some. I know. I, I, lately melatonin has been killing it for me. But uh, doesn't
1: that give you bad, weird dreams, vivid dreams?
0: I don't dream a lot. Is
1: is it because you go to bed drunk? No, I'm not shitting on you. Uh, no, I I, I,
0: I drink keep... maybe once a week. Oh, okay. So uh, and it's social. I, I never drink alone. Nothing. But I don't dream that much. I think I do dream and then I forget.
1: Yeah, I think I, I think the key is to remember it if you want to. Mel. If I take mel- melatonin, it's called right. Yeah. Now. If I take melatonin all night. And here's the, di- the difference. It's dreams I'm not in. It's like I'm watching a movie. I'm like, wow. I don't like this. Where am That's I? That's cool, man. I wish I dreamed more. It's trippy. We'll take more melatonin. Yeah. And do it and sleep in.
0: I, I gotta get a sweep uh, sleep ritual. So a sniper and basketball. You, those, you those wanna are, be a those dude. Are great. Bro.
1: Here's, here's, You're a dude know, bro envious. isn't that funny? You wanna be both a sniper and a both basketball? of my for all my touchy feeliness, at the at the end of the day, I'm thinking about being better than Jordan. That's often part of the <laughs> it's like it's like a documentary, I see Jordan and he's like, There's nobody better than Pete. There's just nobody that
0: better. That is awesome, dude. I, I don't
1: wear new balance sneakers because they're made in America. I'm changing the whole game. <laughs> like I, I don't want to work wear sweatshop sneakers. Uh, that's and here's a couple more. I also like to. You're going through customs. You're going through dream customs, so you have to declare. What you're bringing in and and there's very banal paperwork it's so it's boring so it makes you fall asleep i love that and they're like what what, would you like to dream about tonight and you're like i'd really like to fly it's like okay we're gonna file the paperwork as a request for a fly, but it's not guaranteed (laughs) you do have to sign here here and here i'm thinking about writing a book called this book will put you to sleep and it's that's
0: like a really so many people battle sleep i would buy that book in a heartbeat really yeah okay nobody steal it what are they gonna do lock it lock it in no one can steal your essence bro Fucking a. Who you are? Give me, give me, more questions. So okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, you're into it. Uh, you want to play the Google game? Show me the last things you've been googling. Do you know how to do that?
0: No, I can. Ch- I think I know.
1: You, c- you just go into Safari and click in the Google uh, search thing, and it'll come up. And you, I won't look, but you can read some of them. Okay. <laughs> most of them, most of them are
0: uh, are based on the show uh, uh, Shark Tank because I like to check in on people. So there are keyless locks because I want to know how that company did. Cab Twenty because I wanted to know how they did. Billy Batts Jr. but I got it wrong. It's actually Billy Blanks Jr. who was on uh, Shark Tank. Taft because I was doing a whole bit that he was our first game president. Uh. Easton Jim Hollywood because I want to. How do you call them? Oh, richest man to ever live. Elephant <laughs> elephant bird
1: richest man to ever live
0: <laughs> elephant bird because i found out it went extinct in the 18th century and it was literally fucking huge dog uh. paw infection treatment dog paw infection pictures Bar Rescue Finale Ratings, because I was on that, and uh, I'm a Hustler Baby, Jay-Z, because I wanted to figure out what song that I was. I do that
1: all the time. I get a line, and I have to Google it.
0: Yeah, that's my Google searches. That
1: is fantastic. God, you can skip a stone on your personality. You're right there, <laughs> right on the surface. Uh, how'd you lose your virginity?
0: Uh, to my freshman year in college It was just to a girl I was friends with It was very like chill Friendly Friendly Like yeah. Jerry
1: and Elaine making a deal
0: Yeah, it was friendly
1: And then you just remained friends Yeah Not romantic Uh-uh oh, Interesting, how was it?
0: Uh, Very, not that memorable Yeah I, a- I remember BJ's from high school way more They're way more intense But I was like saving myself for this girl Who turned out to be a lesbian Interesting So that's why I didn't have sex my whole high school
1: because you were waiting for the...
0: This chick. Uh, and then she turned out uh, to calm be a out. lesbian. She turned out yeah. to come
1: out. Uh, let's see. We could do fake laugh into real laugh. or Do you know the hardest time you've uh, ever laughed?
0: I think it was when you just told me you dream about being a sniper.
1: Ah! <laughs> <laughs> like, I
0: just authentically
1: laughed really, like, embarrassingly long. But it could even include, like, high school. It doesn't have to be good. It could It could be something very, very simple. I'm going to...
0: Yes, it's been nights out with Byrne and those guys because there's just been shit that's went, oh, I, I got it. There it is. It was uh 2000. I was in New Orleans for the ball drop, and me and my uh, buddies from hometown, uh, my hometown that are all now out here were playing this game on a fountain where we would stand over a fountain that was on a timer yeah. that would shoot up, yeah. and we'd count to five, and it was like playing chicken with our balls, like with the water, And all of us went through the whole time, uh, counted to five, nothing, and we would escape it. And then the one dude who was like our really pessimistic friend, as soon as he got on, it just was sprayed immediately. And I started (laughs) crying laughing because he just did it to himself emotionally. Like He was like, I'm going to get fucking sprayed. There's no way. I'm uh, not gonna, and he just immediately, it wasn't, there was no hesitation. He stood on it, boom, sprayed. And I couldn't stop laughing. He was, he's like our, uh, like, cherubic. Uh, like uh, Cherubic. He's a he's a, a butterball. Yeah, he's lost a lot of weight now, but he's a computer programmer. He's very, like, cherubic and negative at the time. Yes. One of the funniest human beings on the planet. But it just couldn't have been a funnier dude to have that happen.
1: I love it. That's perfect. That's yeah. perfect. And let's, let's close with fake laugh into real laugh. This is we're going to fake laugh. Okay, and then when we start to real laugh, you raise your hand if it turns into a real laugh. Okay, and then when this is done, we end the show by the guest saying "keep it crispy." So we'll do fake laugh into a real laugh, and then you say "keep it crispy" when we're when we're done. Okay, ready? Yeah you can laugh however you want. <laughs> Mine started real soon. <laughs> <sad. laughs> start over. Start over. All right.
0: Uh-oh. 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 Oh. oh, God. Oh, I'm coming. Oh, I'm going to come. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. I-, I laugh. I laugh. <laughs> keep, keep, it, keep it crispy.
1: Why did you make it sound like we were fucking? I love you. Because
0: it. it was just two men like, <laughs> grunting. Yeah,
1: no, it was fine. It was a good choice.
0: I actually, can I just tell one more story? Yeah. I just did a USO tour in, like, uh, Iraq and all those places, and we are in a, a firefighter uh, truck, and we got to shoot the most powerful <laughs> water cannon ever, and of course, we all just immediately pretend it's our dicks, of course. and just, like, loud, we were just like, oh, fuck, I'm gonna come again, <laughs> I'm still coming, and oh, that might have been the hardest I've ever laughed, <laughs> because it was, like, like, eight dudes, like, a bunch of these, like, and you each military, took a turn. and by the way, the, oh, some, like, Navy SEAL dudes that are, like, and they... Every dude thinks their dick is funny. Yeah. Like, without question. We're all just yeah. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking coming so hard. And it was just, and it's in like a borderline war zone, and yeah. we just couldn't stop laughing. That's
1: great. That's fantastic.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks for having me, Pete.
1: You keep it crispy, okay? Keep it crispy. All right. Thanks for doing it, man. Oh, of course. Sincerely. Rocking.
0: So crispy.
1: So going to be a fly, you can't get it, man. Hey. hanging on down in Memphis on my grizz.